I've read a lot about habits and how hard it is to motivate or get people to change things they really like to do versus what is good for them. Even with the ultimate reason for change, even when faced with the ultimate reason for change, like if you don't change, you'll die. Many people still continue destructive habits like smoking cigarettes. That's why I'm surprised that my guest today, he did make a change. Eric Adams changed his diet, and as a result, the vision he was losing came back within three weeks, and he was able to reverse the negative impact that type 2 diabetes was having on his life. Eric now is also doing incredibly important work in schools regarding healthy eating, and I'm glad he is. You know, I'm ashamed at what passes for real food that we serve our children. There has to be a better way. And that's what we'll discuss in today's show. Hey, it's Daniel, and welcome to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, a show for ruckus makers, those out-of-the-box leaders making change happen in education. And we'll be right back after these messages from our show sponsors. All students have an opportunity to succeed with Organized Binder, who equips educators with a resource to provide stable and consistent learning, whether that's in a distance, hybrid, or traditional educational setting. Learn more at OrganizedBinder.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by TeachFX. It's basically like a Fitbit for teachers, helping them be mindful of teacher talk versus student talk. Get a special 20% discount for your school or district by visiting teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. Have you ever wondered what kind of leader makes a good mastermind member? Well, recently I asked the leaders I serve and here's what they said about their peers. Eileen, a deputy head in Qingzhou, China said, mastermind members are supportive, wise, and not afraid to kick your butt. Chris a vice principal in Kamloops, British Columbia, Canada. Courageous risk takers and learners are how I describe my mastermind peers. And finally, Melody, a principal in Kentucky, said mastermind members are generous, driven, and never satisfied with the status quo. If that sounds like you or peers that you'd like to surround yourself with, apply to the mastermind today at betterleadersbetterschools.com forward slash mastermind. Well, hey there, Ruckus Makers. I'm joined by Eric Adams, the Brooklyn Borough President, who's previously served three terms in the New York State Senate and 22 years in the New York City Police Department. After being diagnosed with type 2 diabetes in 2016, he adopted a plant-based diet and successfully reversed his diabetes. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure being on with you. So I mentioned in our, our pre-chat, our mutual friend Josh Spodek connected us. I was on a walk in beautiful Glasgow, and he was telling me about this leader who's making a dent in education in regards to healthy eating and food. So here we are. Yes, yes. And I, and I thank him for, you know, doing the introduction. <laughs> awesome. So, Eric, why are you passionate about healthy food options in school? I think it's a combination of my personal journey and uh, seeing the power of food and how it impacts our everyday uh, life. I don't think we realize how much control we have over it. And I had to learn personally 
And I'm seeing what it's doing to help others throughout the entire city. Right. And, and people that are not familiar with your, your personal journey, do you mind unpacking that a bit for those listening? Uh, yes. Uh, back in uh, four years ago, in 2016, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Uh, and actually, it was I had the an advanced stage of diabetes. It caused me to lose my sight in my left eye, and I was losing my right. The doctor actually said that I was legally blind, and I had to go uh, turn in my driver's license. I couldn't drive anymore. And I was having permanent nerve damage to my hands and feet where it was tingling, and it was going to lead eventually to amputation, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Uh, just my body was really breaking down, and I didn't even know it. Um, I, I looked okay physically, but I needed to take an internal selfie, and it was shown that I was having some serious health issues. And so the doctor told me that, Eric, you're going to be on medicine the rest of your life. Also, for my blood pressure, cholesterol, and three medicines for my diabetes, one of them being insulin. And I decided, you know, I like to say to do something scientific. I went to Google and Googled reversing diabetes. <laughs> and all this information came up on people who were doing great things. And one of them was Dr. Esselton, and I flew down to see him. Wow. And so, uh, and you've seen some some tremendous results now too regarding that that condition. And and so now you're bringing that passion to schools. And can you talk about some of the things that, that you're doing within schools and healthy eating? Yeah, Dr. Esselton shared with me when I saw him uh, that if I changed my diet, um, I could have a major impact on the conditions I was experiencing. And it was funny. I remember him saying that. And I said, you know, what's wrong with this guy? I'm going blind and he's telling me to stop eating steak. It doesn't make any sense. Right. But I went back to... Uh, my home and looked in my fridge and in my pantry and realized that he was right. All the food I had there was processed. And after I got rid of, you know, all the processed food and went on what's called a whole food plant-based diet, three weeks later, my eyesight cleared up and my nerve damage went away in three months. My ulcer went away, my blood pressure normalized, and I just really became just almost a new person, dropped 35 pounds. And so we start looking and turning our direction towards the food that we're feeding children in school. A lot of people don't know, but think about this. 70% of 12-year-olds have early signs of heart disease. That's unbelievable. Wow. That's the number one killer of Americans. And so we started doing things like Meatless Mondays to show children how to eat uh, meals without meat. Um, we were also successful in getting the schools uh, to uh, stop uh, serving processed meat in the schools. An, an important victory for us, you know, processed meat is a type 1 carcinogen. You know, we know it causes ca cancer like uh, cigarette smoke. And so we started looking at healthy foods in school, and we believe it should be part of the entire educational experience of teaching nutrition and being creative to do so. You know, we can do mathematical products with apples and nutrients and using equation and history courses could be, you can teach where foods come from and the power of foods, different type of apples, you know. So it's about encouraging food people to embrace food in our educational system. And that's what we're doing. 
Yeah, the education is, is critical. And, and uh, we learn so powerfully through stories. So just to remind the ruckus maker listening, you said in three weeks, your eyesight began to clear up and you couldn't see at the time out of your left eye and was having trouble in the right eye, if I caught that correctly. And then uh, a statistic you shared, I think you said 70% of kids uh, are showing some form of early heart disease. And, and if we were able to offer healthy food options within schools, not only would we take care of these health factors, uh, we see childhood obesity. And then, of course, every school is going to care about the test scores. But I'd argue with a healthier kid, you're going to be paying attention in class and retaining more information and, and doing better uh, in any type of assessment that's out there as well. No, without a doubt. Uh, and the joy of this, as Dr. Esselton has shown in his book, uh, prevent and reverse heart disease. He's showing how, you know, there are many cases where you can actually reverse uh, the clogging of your arteries and rebuilding of your endothelial gland, uh, the walls of, you know, your arteries. Uh, So it's important that we see that where we are in health is not a death sentence. It's actually an opportunity to turn around um, the lives that we're living and prevented. And by if we get on top of what our children are eating now, we can start turning that, that around. And my mother's a per- perfect example of that. A mom was 80 years old, 15 years diabetic, seven years on insulin. Uh, when she started the plant-based journey, um, a little time after me, in two months, uh, she was off her insulin. Really? Yes. That's amazing. Well, good for her. I, I love hearing that. I didn't, I didn't know that about your mom. That's wonderful. So, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking of school leaders. We got to meet them where they're at. And, you know, you, you talked about steak in the fridge. And I don't want to get into a big New York style pizza versus Chicago. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> we got the deep dish. But, you know, so when, when you ordered sausage in a deep dish pizza, that was literally, Eric, right? A layer one inch deep of sausage across the whole pie. And so we, we grow up eating in a certain type of way. You know, you got Meatless Mondays. That was a success. But how do you start this type of shift and meet leaders where they're at? And that's so important. And that's a great question you're asking. And I, I really had to break down the thought process and say to myself, okay, what is it that we really like about food? And it's not so much that we like sausage or meat. We like the spices. We like to taste that the spices bring. And so what I started to do was I started to explore spices. And each week I would learn a different spice. And I was amazed to learn that although we like the taste of spices, spices are more healthy than the food we actually eat. The power of turmeric, oregano, uh, garlic, you know, onions, all of these spices have become a so much healing process. And so I started to say, if we just teach people to have healthy meals and with the right spice mixtures, they will enjoy the food that they eat it. Because it's about food must look good, it must be good, but darn it, it has to taste good. (laughs) And I've learned to make sure that my food is tasting good. What's tasty these days? Do you have a favorite that you're making? Yeah, I have... uh, so many great meals that I enjoy. One of them is a sort of this three bean soup. I take black lentils 
and I liquefy it as a base and put in garlic, onions, kale, mushrooms, uh, kidney beans, and surprisingly, it cools, or it could be an oatmeal, believe it or not, and it gives it this nice texture. And I will put in a few pieces of chopped up fruit to give it this nice sweet combination that every once in a while you crunch on a little sweet potatoes. And that is one of my favorite go-to meals. It's easy to make. You could really handle it uh, rapidly. You know, prepare it when you have when you're on the go, and it's just a great filling meal, high in fiber, high in nutrition, and it's a great meal to, to have. And I have a great uh, frozen dessert I make also made out of frozen apples. I mean, frozen bananas, berries, some peanut butter, and some corral powder. And it's just, it is so filling. Yeah, you got me. I'm, I'm getting hungry. So I'm, you know, I'm going to go go to dinner after this. It, it is uh, almost dinner time here in Scotland. Uh, Eric, if I was a school leader and I wanted to bring healthy food options to my students, what advice would you give me? Because, you know, to some extent, we're, we're, we're used to how the delivery truck stops by and they drop off all this processed junk that we've been feeding our kids. And so this is also a shift. So not only the mindset of eating healthy, but just the, the supply of it all and bringing it into the school. And that's a quite great question. Our children are extremely smart if we allow them to be smart. Sometimes we get in the way of their natural intelligence. And so I would encourage a school leader to do a series of courses on food, where it comes from, how it's made, how it's processed, show slaughterhouses, a show of you know ways of cooking. I would do a series of things of how to prepare different meals. i never forget being at a school one day. We were handing out uh, food bags, and the children were looking at the beets, and they said, I don't know how to, what to do with this, and my mother don't know how to cook this. So we take it for granted that people know how to cook healthy food. So part of the process is to teach children the preparation of food, how to chop up food, how to saute food. And then start introducing the healthy food into their lives. Information that they evolve to. And not that we- Eric, I'm really enjoying this conversation. And we'll continue talking about healthy food choices in just a sec after this message from our show sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by Organized Binder. Organized Binder develops the skills and habits all students need for success. During these uncertain times of distance learning and hybrid education settings, Organized Binder equips educators with a resource to provide stable and consistent learning routines so that all students have an opportunity to succeed, whether at home or in the classroom. Learn more at OrganizedBinder.com. During COVID, every teacher is a new teacher. That's why innovative school leaders are turning to TeachFX, whose virtual PD is equipping thousands of teachers with the skills they need to create engaging, equitable, and rigorous virtual or blended classes. To learn more about TeachFX and get a special offer, visit teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. That's teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. All right. Well, anything else you want the ruckus maker listening to know on this topic? I think think that... That really says, you know, how to really educate 
children. Education should be more than just academics. It should be an opportunity to give children skills that would make them successful in life. And there is no better skill than how to take care of yourself and be a healthy person. Your health will make the greatest impact on the quality of your life. And that is why we really focus on that in Brooklyn Borough Hall. Eric, what message would you put on all school marquees across the globe if you could do so for just a day? I would say uh, health is wealth. Health is wealth. Love it. Yes. And you're building a school from the ground up. You're not limited by any resources. Your only limitation is your imagination. How would you build your dream school and what would be your top three priorities? (laughs) One, I would build a massive greenhouse on the rooftop that would supply food to the students in the school and also in their neighboring communities, their little local stores, etc. A second, I would focus on communication. I am amazed at it wasn't until I was in college that I had my first real communication course. And if anything is going to impact your ability to succeed, it's your ability to properly communicate. We don't teach young people how to communicate. They grow up to be adults that don't know how to communicate also. So I would focus on uh, my school to really have at its foundation the ability to communicate. And then in addition to academics, I will also have a meditation. I would teach self-healing. How do we heal ourselves? How do we manage stress? How do we go inward to start the process of shutting out the noise and finding a place of peaceful existence within ourselves? I think with those foundations, no matter what we do professionally or as a human being, we will do it in a respectful manner. To me, those are the core subjects, not reading, writing, and arithmetic. That can come. Eric, thank you so much for being a part of the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast. Of all the things we talked about today, what's the one thing you want a ruckus maker to remember? I want to remember the power of communicating, being able to communicate to our children and our children able to communicate with us. I think with that skill, we can really tear down walls and start building tables that we all can sit at and appreciate each other. Thanks for listening to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, Ruckus Maker. If you have a question or would like to connect, my email, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com or hit me up on Twitter at Alien Earbud. If the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is helping you grow as a school leader, then please help us serve more ruckus makers like you. You can subscribe, leave an honest rating and review, or share on social media with your biggest takeaway from the episode. Extra credit for tagging me on Twitter at Alien Earbud and using the hashtag BLBS. Level up your leadership at betterleadersbetterschools.com and talk to you next time. Until then, class dismissed.